To my right or right is Eric. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me do my job. All right. Uh, yeah. Welcome back to first season finale. Um, we're not sure how we feel about this theme song. Uh, we're trying it out today. It's a little cheese ball. Um, Maybe we can have one, a different one every week. Yeah. And let the subscribers tell us. <laughs> tell us. Leave a comment. Leave a comment, please. Yeah. Um, I you... always wanted my podcast to start with Chumbawamba's Tough Thumping. <laughs> I get up, I get down again. I get up down. I get up again. Okay. Alright, yeah, so welcome back uh, to First of the Finale, um, Erica to my right, Adam to my left. Um, how was, where were you when you first learned that Bill Cosby might have done some terrible things? Well, for me it's very confusing because I thought we had gone over this a few years ago. It, it, in and in my head this happened in the late 90s but then doing research I realized it was in the later 2000s ish like 2007 maybe. yeah that's when I first heard about it but I read a lot of entertainment <laughs> uh, news so I'm, yeah. I'm, my, I got my finger on the pulse <laughs> but, it, but it definitely came out years ago it came out at least five years ago and then so maybe four or five months ago or three months ago when it like resurfaced or like became like an issue again or like well you know you know what started it off was the release of the biography someone wrote a big biography of him which led to people sort of looking over his career a lot of adulation um, there was one excerpt of the New Yorker did a little profile of him but Surprisingly, none of these publications um, talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Hannibal Burris, that comedian, busted it wide uh, busted open. Busted it open, and he his thing sort of went viral. If I don't know if I'm remembering the, if, if I'm remembering the chronology correctly, I didn't know about any of it. I don't. I didn't hear the stuff in the two thousands or the nineties at all. I don't think it came out in the '90s. I think that, that's me, like putting the that '90s it, and the 2000s together. Yeah, but I, I never. I guess I never heard of it at all. No. Uh, this is my first uh, hearing of it, and it's uh, it's pretty shocking and pretty damning, and seems very. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, like when it first came out, um, I think for me the biggest thing was like these actual accusations. Accusations came out. And then, uh, you know, like people were paid money and it through lawyers and it was made quiet. It, like oh, it, really? it went away. Oh really? Like it never went to court or like you mm-hmm. know never, there was no like trial or anything mm-hmm. like that. It was all like handled. It was like a rumor. And it was, yeah, it was like more of a, a rumor. Mm-hmm. What What do you think is different now, or why is it different now? Do you think? More people are talking about it, I, I suppose. People are much more open about rape and rape culture and, mm-hmm. and powerful men getting away with uh, terrible things. Is that Does that seem true to you, Adam? Well, there's that, but I, I also wonder... Um, 
it's it's weird because once again I had thought this whole thing had been like settled in the sense that like it came out everyone knew people got money it went away and now I, I feel like there were you know like once again when the comedian broke it back open again it was in the news more and like and like some of these women are like yeah this happened to me fucking 40 years ago and like it's bullshit and I've got nothing to lose talking about it now other than to make sure it doesn't happen again or mm-hmm. this so I, I I don't know like it very it, it's very interesting and oh the other side of it is like Bill Cosby has been trying to make not a comeback but like trying to get back out there yes yeah that's a good point and and at this point people are like well hold on there cowboy that might be why remember remember this and the internet the internet is much stronger now and and he clearly does not understand the internet and what the internet can do because his publicist had that whole thing where like create a meme about me like there's like photos of him from the Cosby show photos from him in different parts of his life and they're like yeah write something funny about me like, oh really and like oh yeah and like a bunch of them were like yeah I like to rape chicks mm-hmm. you know like and so like the they're inter- clumsy yeah the internet was like okay you want you want us to write about you in a funny way well here you go and that was another thing that threw a bit more fuel onto the fire mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I guess um we, yeah, we're, we're right in the midst. It feels like we're in the midst of this current thing. So maybe it makes it hard to remember the Cosby show, which I, I didn't grow up watching the Cosby show. Maybe I watched it a little bit when we got to this country. But, you know, even just a quick view, you can you can tell that it's uh, kind of a beloved show. Um, you hear about it a lot. Um, yeah, the kids' names are like, you reference the kids' yeah. names and people know what you're talking about yeah I I, and I actually saw Bill Cosby uh, when we first came to this country my cousin graduated from UPenn and he was the the speaker there and I remember being like oh that's kind of a big deal I guess that's what you get at the Ivy Leagues um, and uh, I didn't listen to his comedy but I knew that he was influential comedy uh, comedian I've ha- I've heard other comedians talk about how mm-hmm. important and influential. And I think a lot of comedians, male comedians, are a little caught in the middle here, where they both want to acknowledge how important and uh, uh, influential he was, but at the same time, um, don't want to seem like they're not not acknowledging these accusations and what they. Right, seem to be saying about position. him yeah. yeah which is I guess like related to our task today we're going to try to do that we're going to try to watch the Cosby show and try to what judge it on its merits what are we, what are we trying yeah, to do what we always do I think just <laughs> it as what we see not every day we watch a well, rapist is, show though well, no but we're not going to well, look at it with that sense we're going to look at it what the show where we come from what we remember who we are yes like, which for me I remember growing up watching the Cosby Show with my sisters. They really liked it. I was kind of indifferent to it because around the same time he had all those pudding pop commercials, yeah. and I could not, <laughs> I could not stand those. Could either. not stand them. Like really? drove me nuts. What was so bad about that? Um, 
Well, it's like Bill Cosby being a caricature of himself. Yeah. And That's like when the voice thing, happened, that, right? The yeah. voice thing, and like I really didn't like him. And I had listened to a recording that a friend had of one of his stand-up routines, mm. like the Noah one, where like mm-hmm. he's yeah, yeah, the God. famous bit. Yeah. It's famous, and it's like that to me is like how I remember. At, as, in the early ages of, of Bill Cosby, like just thinking it was so funny mm-hmm. and so hilarious, and you know, like growing up as a religious kid, like like that, like that stand up, like that conversation that that character had with God, I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like mm-hmm. when he, you know, mm-hmm. like so, like that is where my fondness for him. What about you, Erica? Do you have a do you have a My older yeah. sister liked the show much more than I did. Um, and my best friend growing up was obsessed with the show and would like quote it all the time. So I think of her first. I thought it was kind of cheesy. Um, I felt like I didn't I don't know. I felt like I was out of the loop with it. Like it was it was a little too black. No. <laughs> um <laughs> He's what? <laughs> what? Really? I didn't notice. The whole family? <laughs> no, but he's a doctor. A little too hip hop? What? <laughs> How can he be black and be a doctor? No. <laughs> if you're Dr. Dre, you can. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just remember, yeah, Nana. I, it, the jello really, like, the whole really? jello thing just rubbed me the wrong way. And Turning so I didn't, up. I couldn't oh. even, like, Turn that off to watch the show. I like, think that I was my problem. I won't even do like a recreation of it because like <laughs> that's how annoying it was. Yes. That, like the pudding pop, uh, and I loved pudding pops. So they were awesome. <laughs> Have you ever had them? Is, They're fucking amazing. Is this just pudding in a cup? No, it's oh sorry, I got really like <laughs> no, it's not pudding in a cup. <laughs> uh, pudding, <laughs> pudding pop is like basically like a fudgicle, but it's like creamy like pudding and I, and like you would get like different yeah give me that look they I, were no, fucking I'm just, amazing I'm just like, having a hard time remembering uh, and they you could get the they were some were just all like fudge pudding and others were just like fudge and then vanilla and then fudge again they were really delicious do you think Bill Cosby made all of them or did he get help making these he didn't make a goddamn thing mm-hmm. they wrote him a check he showed up he said some words he also had that show that I kids say the darn yes things. and I hated that that's with a, a lot passion. of patronizing yeah. so like wait, wait what was this kids say the darnest things where he just would talk to kids and they'd say cute things and he'd do his caricature that was like very similar to the pudding guy Ugh. like when you hear comedians do their impressions of Bill Cosby it's like from that yeah. era and it's so ridiculous and so yeah. The show. Well, I, okay, so it's, so it's pudding pops and his sweaters. Yes. And, I, and like, and like that drives me insane because like those are the most boring things on the planet. <laughs> but and you love the pudding pops. Sorry, Erica. What, what are you no, saying? it's just I think that I, I was. I get to your point already. I was influenced um, by that before the show because the show is a little bit. It was more my sister, my older sister's age. So for me to go back and to agree with her, I was like, "But have you seen this other bullshit?" Mm-hmm. Like, no. I Speak- didn't. Sorry. Um, sorry, I just interrupted you because I was just remembering. Um, I actually probably know Bill Cosby first on the caricatures because Eddie Murphy does that mm-hmm. amazing bit where Bill calls him up because his son <laughs> really likes someone mm-hmm. and wants to go to the show. And 
you know, Eddie being at the sort of the polar opposite mm-hmm. comedy wise where he's gross and inappropriate. That's uh, a really good bit. And it reminds me that, that that's the son Enos what? and his son was murdered at some point in the nineties, remember? Like oh, yeah. Bill Cosby's son was one Yeah, of and that's the son oh. I think uh, Eddie Murphy talks about in his mm-hmm. bit who wants to go to a Murphy Eddie Murphy show. Mm-hmm. Um it, it's staggering how much of his life has been in the public eye. Yeah. Uh, yet, because he was on that he was on that show. He was one of the first black actors on primetime. He was a played a police officer or something um, on a yeah. show on NBC. Mm-hmm. Um, yet these allegations have been successfully kept private at the same time too. It always it always shocks me. I guess it shouldn't that public figures can be engaged in like terrible criminal behavior yet still like get away with it you know it's like it's, yeah it's just hard to sort of compute that but it's been going on for forever yeah i guess just like nowadays i'm just surprised that it like, still happens yeah i mean like these allegations go back farther than all of us are old yes like th- these allegations start before any of us were even born. Yeah, but but you look at the you you look at sort of life in the you know twentieth century, it's hard to imagine. But it, I know it is happens all the time because yeah. it is happening yeah. and it comes out later. But that that um, and you compare with that with the longevity of his career, that both have been so long and so public, and I think that's what's especially shocking about what's happening with Bill Cosby right now. Um, yeah, I guess, you know, it's, it's in, in a certain way, that's sort of what, you know, happened with, uh, it's happened with a bunch of public figures. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing this, not not often this terrible, but yeah. yeah. Woody Allen yeah. also came out. Well, it, and it's interesting, new allegations of, or I guess they started a while ago, but like, with like. But now there's more proof. Yeah. Prince Charles, not Prince oh. Charles. Prince like Andrew. Prince Andrew, and then I guess she's thrown Bill Clinton's name into the mix. I was gonna like, say he's like, another guy that's mm-hmm. always been. Been. Yeah, but yeah, nothing, nothing that involves sort of at least as far as I know, well, like uh, sexual assault. But um, there's. Right, right, a, but like some sort of something untoward, un kosher legal wise is happening yeah there's a bunch of creeps out there and some of them happen to be famous and that's just that's your take on that's my take on it and so because because they're famous they can continue to be famous and be creeps while creeps are just it's there's nothing that's gonna change right did you uh, do you guys read Gawker at all no, but I was on it once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like that's your answer. That's your, that's your canned response for a lot of things. Uh, they had this interesting article about how, you know, uh, Fred Arminson, the Portlandia guy, mm-hmm. um, has, it wasn't very well sourced and sort of a lot of rumors and stuff, but he has this, like, reputation of being like a terrible partner romantic partner and like leaving a lot of his girlfriends like 
emotionally like distraught or yeah. upset. So there's a ton of those people. We just yeah. know about it because he has a show. Like we know about the creep of Bill. If Bill Crosby is a creep because he is famous, like there's. Yeah, I know. I you know actually I'm, I, I was I was I didn't want to do this show and I'm trying to like realize a couple of reasons why. Um, it just I, the way I think about it is like, what if it was happening in my workplace? Mm-hmm. And it, it sort of it scares me a little bit that you can do something so sort of wrong. Why, if you can hide it from the public and you're a public figure, imagine sort of what happens in regular everyday life where people aren't under scrutiny. Right. I and that's just have a really been scary, in workplaces where those things are happening. Yeah, that is kind of a scary thought, and I'm sure I have been too. Um, it is a pretty kind of scary thought. Well, that's a scary thought. But also, like, it, it, this is where I, I keep going back and forth with the Bill Cosby thing and stuff is, like, there's a part of me that's still, like, okay, like, w- with the media and everything, right? like, I'm like, okay, yeah, this guy's a fucking scumbag and, he's, and, like, shit's gone wrong and, like, this guy needs... But I am not a judge. I'm not a jury. Like, I, like, I am just hearing all this stuff. Yeah. And, like, you know, and it's, like, it has no effect on you, really. It, it has no effect on me, but at the same time, it's like, I might be like, yeah, fucking he's guilty, but that's the creepy side of it. Is that, you know, in the news, we're like, allegedly, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, and it's like, God, like, I... If, if he's going through this, mm-hmm. he better be fucking guilty. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. Because, like, if, if this is happening to someone who, who is not guilty, mm-hmm. like... That would would have to be one of the worst things that ever happened to to you if if you're like you're one hundred percent innocent. I don't I don't I'm not too worried about it that part especially because he's powerful. Mm-hmm. He has access to a ton of resources and he has legions of fans and protectors. Uh, imagine the the flip side of it, yeah, which is true, like you know, or possibly true, which is that you're a victim of right, this right, crime, right, 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 and no one will listen to you, right. And you know other people who it's done to, they won't listen to you. That's the nightmare that actually does happen in reality. All the time. Uh, this but that's the nightmare that happens in reality, whether or not the uh, rapist is, is famous. famous or not, that's yeah. what rape is. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, exactly. So the, the there's this uh, uh, sort of uh, Emily Nussbaum was writing about it. You know, like uh, new uh, what is it? The News Hour show that uh, was on HBO with uh, Aaron Sorkin. Oh, newsroom. Newsroom. And she wrote this really interesting thing where it's like, it's so focused on how powerful men might be brought down, like allegations like this. Mm-hmm. And it's a fantasy, you know? Uh, it's, because it doesn't happen. Because it doesn't happen. And, and But the whole, these powerful men have created a society where we're more worried about what might happen with powerful white men with allegations. Right. Yeah, when you are with the you know the the real victims of actually right, right. I'm just saying like in this conversation yeah. like like that like that side of it like really freaks me out is like so I was listening to a podcast yes this morning in the shower Whoa. And, uh, I can't focus I'll pop I'll, I'll uh, plug I can't get those things done and it's basically called like the fifth suspect I love that show yeah, yeah. and this guy like gets like it, who is 100% innocent of any of these mm-hmm. allegations is the police are looking for him they don't know his name they just have a photo 
he sees his his photo on the, the TV or whatever and calls the police. He's like, what's going on? They think he's a, a child pornographer, not like the guy filming it, the guy fucking the kids. Oh, my goodness. Like, and they have, like, blasted this all over the news. They mm-hmm. arrest him, and he's not the guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he's 100% innocent. Mm-hmm. And, like, you... And, and, like, okay, so, like, that that's a little raw for me because, like, this person whose life gets fucking destroyed... Well, you can relate to that more than you can relate to a rapist than or to a rapist, being murder, raped. this, or... Right. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, whoa. Like, you... It's very important for the cops and stuff to get their ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. Like, and like that, what I, all those sentences that I just said have nothing to do with Bill Cosby. Like mm-hmm. that, and I'm not, I will leave it for a judge and jury on him. I have convicted him in my own mind, but mm-hmm. I am not a, I'm not, that's something I'm doing on my own time. Well, not like I'm not in charge of it. Like I don't, you know. As much as you want to leave the courts in charge, the courts it may be too late for the courts. Sure, but but you know what I'm saying is like in, in yeah. discussing these things, like to to be fair to all sides, it, like, it's very difficult because it, you are left with like this heap of shit, and you're like trying to figure out what part of it is right, what's correct, what's hearsay, what's a lie, but. That that's the hard part when you get into any like he not I don't God, I don't even want to go there when you just get into things where you're not an expert and like yeah. you don't have the facts you know and we're not experts and that's why we're going to visit this show as what this show meant to us right yeah for what it is yeah which is hard to do but we're gonna try it so um, why don't we get to the theme song. Um, any uh, predictions about this episode? Uh, let me tell you what it says on the TV. Uh, Cliff's birthday. While Cliff snoops around trying to discover his birthday surprise, a clever Claire has arranged for the family to see Lena Horn. Oh, nice. Who's uh, Lena Horn? She's, she's a, a singer. singer. Oh, yeah. Jazz musician. Um, any predictions about this up? I bet he's going to do a funny dance <laughs> down the stairs, <laughs> right? He does that every episode, right? Um, I bet he sulks because he doesn't think anyone's getting him anything. Mm-hmm. I bet there's a kiss at the end, and it's more than he ever imagined of what he does get. You know, bullshit. What do you think the level of emotional manipulation is going to be? Oh, high. high. Big time. Oh, wow. really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, I forget the wife's name, but I think she's going to, they're going to, well, there's going to be in, some. In the beginning, there's going to be a lot of ignoring him. Eyes rolling. There's going to yeah. be some, some unsaid, uh, yeah. the, the Bill, aggression. The Bill Cosby <laughs> aside in frustration or whatever, the, the sarcastic one-liner. It's funny that a lot of people think this is a very wholesome show because, He's often very sarcastic with people, mm-hmm. and in a way that, like, working with kids, I know they don't like. Oh, no. Like, sarcasm is, is terrible for kids, uh, often because they're the victims of it. Because um, yeah. <laughs> they don't get it. <laughs> also, they're also the, you know, the butt of him, you know. Well, anyway, okay. Uh, Adam, any predictions? Um, no, I, 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 my mind, mind is wet clean. I'm ready to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no predictions. All right. Next time you hear from us, you'll hear the Cosby theme song. 
a theme song, and uh, we'll be back to talk about first season finale of The Cosby Show. I think your theme works with the show themes. All the two songs are so cheesy. <laughs> well, this theme is almost the same as your theme. That's what she was saying. Yeah. Show yeah. Take the time yeah. Play both at the same time. No. <laughs> play both at the same time. I love it. And see if there's any difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to close my eyes. You play both, and I'll tell you which one's yours. So, uh, we just finished uh, Cliff's birthday, the first season finale of The Cosby Show. Aired May 9th, 1985. May 9th, 1985. 21 minutes. Uh, I'm not sure what network it's on, but right now it's you can... It's on NBC. It's on NBC. And you could catch it on Hulu Plus, uh, which is uh, pretty good. There's a bunch of seasons. Um, who wants to do the plot outline? No one. We're fired. Uh, Saber does it. Okay, Saber does it. Right, I'll try to be quick. It's very quick. Uh, it's very quick. Uh, Cliff Huxtable, uh, Bill Cosby's character, it's his birthday, and he wants to know what it is and sort of pushes his kids to give it up. But his wife has set up this, uh, Claire has set up this uh, very good ruse to fool him into thinking that nothing is happening. But no, ultimately they're going to see Lena Horne, the jazz singer, at her club. Um, and that's sort of the end. And uh, the subplot, I think the only other subplot really is uh, his daughter, Lisa Bonet, I don't know what her character's name is. Denise. Denise is uh, an aspiring singer, songwriter, or has a class assignment to write a song, and she writes a really sad one. And that's the other sort of plot that's happening. Um, and so Bill eventually is fooled, and... Uh, the family feels like they have gotten one over him. He's impressed with their commitment to his ego. And uh, not only that, but Lena Horne also uh, talks to the family after the show. And <laughs> just to, you know, just put the real icing on the top here, uh, also talks to Denise and tells her to make it, you know, be sunny. And so, <laughs> she comes <laughs> home from the club. This is at the final scene. She comes home from the club after this and writes a song about how her parents are her best friends. Not making that up. That's what happens in the show. Uh, so, high emotional manipulation and a high uh, homage to... Uh, Cliff Huxtable's ego. Uh, it, it, he is the center of their universe. It's confirmed. Yes. He's a child. He is a child. Jesus Christ, you're totally right. He is a child. His ego and his uh, needs need to be managed like a little baby. Uh, and they make fun of it a little bit, but they don't really burst the bubble. At one point, Claire tells him to shut up. and it's. Uh, but, you know, he's constantly hamming it up for his family and the uh, TV audience, but at no point does it fall flat. They're, no. they're, they're all eating it up. There's no questioning of it. Uh, and just like on the picture for the, uh, the show, he's at the center of it all. Um, well, it's also, it's a lot of girls. Only Theo is the only other guy. 
who's a very mild-mannered, no pushback, no contradicting him. He's kind of an oaf, an idiot. The family actually doesn't tell him the plan Wait, because they don't think he can hold on to it. It's very odd that it's called The Cosby Show. Mm-hmm. When it's not the name, I know, of the right? Character. It makes no sense because he called like, him I Bill, just, and I'm like, no, his name's Cliff. I just realized it. Like, <laughs> it's Cliff Clifford Huxtable. Yeah, the Huxtable should be the name of the show. There is no, no Cosby, Cosby in it. That is so crazy. It's fucking mind-boggling. This feels like a very. Um, I feel like I learned. This is a very that. comedy bang bang point. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing to make. Well, he's a, he's a character on that too. Yeah. But uh, the and it's because the Cosby Show. It's about his fame already. I suppose he can yeah. have that ego. He can say these things. He can be that type of person, and yeah. the family will love him because he's Bill Cosby, even though the sh- even though he has another name. Yeah, and he's you know writing the show, producing the show. Um, he it, wrote this show. He, I think it was a producer on the show. I think it ended with William uh, Cosby Jr. as the executive producer. Um, so he had a ton of control over the plot and, you know, those mannerisms, which, like you guys talked about being annoying, you can see them developing on the show. And if you had an independent executive producer, maybe they would have asked him to tone it down. There's one point he, like, swaggers over to the the stairs from the couch and uh, right but he also early on did like the hey hey which I recognize from the the fat Albert which mm-hmm. is like hey 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 so he was already famous from that though. already famous from that yeah. and the com- you know the, the stand up yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, yeah it was a big deal well it was interesting because I because in a way similar to um, Growing Pains I felt like you mean Family Ties Family Ties not right. <laughs> the other try to keep the white families. Yeah. Okay. Please. Try, yeah. They all look the same. Yeah. Um, they all have the same. And in this, I kind of, I kind of felt like the children, their lines were a lot more funnier, funner, yeah. funnier, yeah, more humorous than the adult lines. Yeah. Although there was no real adult dynamic, Felicia Rashad is essentially another child in the show. Uh-huh. If there's two tiers on both shows. There is Bill Cosby on one tier and everyone else on another tier. Whereas on Family Ties, the mom and the dad are on one tier having an adult, mature conversation that's already evolving, and the kids are on a second tier. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it is the Cosby show, not because it's about the Huxley, but because it's about Bill Cosby's character uh-huh. as a father. That's really the center of the show. Mm-hmm. It's not really, it doesn't seem to be, at least in this one episode, uh, interested in what anyone else is up to except Lisa Bonet and in that sense the she tri- changed her she, yeah she basically amended herself to what the family or what he wants yes uh, it's a very patronizing attitude and I can see and that's what I was thinking about this when we were watching it because I do remember watching them and I didn't remember I remember the set so clearly from a kid like I remember mm-hmm. that kitchen so well yeah and I remember that living room so well and then when they went to this jazz club and that um, it was special because they had a special guest with Lena Horne. I'm like, I don't know if they've ever left the apartment before. Like, I have no memory of them leaving the apartment. It's like their world. Yeah. It's his world. Yeah. And he's the ruler in this world outside that. Like, they can't take him outside of there because he has no Oh, that's place. a really good point. Yeah. And even with the Lena Horne stuff, there's a little bit of tension because, for once, the camera's on her mm-hmm. and she is keeping time. You know, she's like, 
it, the pace is her pace, how quickly she wants to talk oh, and all it that. Slows down. It slows down. <laughs> it slows way well, down. that's yeah. what happens when you have like people who aren't actors. Yeah. This happens in all shows. Sure. Like Prince was on New Girl. And I was just like, what are you, uh, this is so weird. Like, the whole New Girl show that. just, like, stopped, Slut and then stopped Prince was there. Prince, and Prince said some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, but, but that, there's that, but also for ones, Bill is with everyone now, mm-hmm. right? He's sitting on the couch, everyone talking to Lena Horn, and she is the one talking to them. Whereas normally he plays that, care, that role. Mm-hmm. So um, you're, that's a really good point about how you know the sort of the man as the master of his domain kind of thing but you know it's this very sort of paternalistic benevolent uh way that he sells it to you you know he sells it with a lot of humor mm-hmm. he sells it with a lot of care but at the same time if you don't want to be involved in it let's say you thought his birthday was dumb actually thought it was dumb what the reaction would be is hard to fathom mm-hmm. i think it would turn uh dark at a certain point and I can't imagine any kid that a 16-year-old wouldn't go like, you know what, fuck you, Dad. Yeah. Don't care about your stupid birthday. That scene with the pizza got super awkward. That's true. Okay, so this is a plot point in the middle of the ruse where they fool him into the idea that he's going to get a a birthday dinner for his favorite uh, food, a beef wellington, gazpachos. Gazpacho soup. Which is a callback to our uh, Red Red Dwarf. Dwarf. Episode, if you uh, first episode, if you haven't heard of that one, that plays a big part of that. Um, and, and but then, so when, then, then pizza, but they instead they bring out uh, pizza delivery and he With gets mushrooms because he hates mushrooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's his reaction? And he's sitting at the head of the table, and like, so the table's set as if it's gonna have this dinner, and but it's empty except for anything in the middle. She brings out these boxes of pizza, and he's like. Ha ha ha, funny. Where's the food? Mm-hmm. She's like, no, this is it. And like, she puts a piece of pizza on his plate. And like, he. He, he violently throws it back into the box. Throws it back in the box like two or three times. And it kind of made me very uncomfortable because, like, uh, I, I can remember, like, in my family, like, dad getting home from work. He's had a long day. And, like, oftentimes, like, you know, you get home from work, you want, like, you don't want to be bothered by, like, five kids running around screaming and I, I can remember our mom being like be quiet mm-hmm. until dad yeah. has like 45 minutes to just like <laughs> unwind you know? <laughs> or, or he might punch her in the face or, or, or yeah or yeah. like you know just like settle down and yeah and like and the, it, that scene reminded me of that where he's yeah. just like throwing it in this box and he's yeah. like Kind of mm-hmm. like being very flippant with the kids and like, mm-hmm. like this isn't cool. He gets up and he walks off the set. Yeah. And then he comes back. And he also has threats. Was... He threatens Theo. He because he's gonna he's pushing Theo to tell him what they're getting him, mm-hmm. and and um. And he says, "Who who's the only person who can buy you a car?" Right. <laughs> so. Like, you're under my control. You have to do what I say. But they don't even tell Theo the thing because they know that Theo would, would bend to him. Yeah. The, the women the only, choose to keep... The only possible challenge to authority might come from the boy and he is totally uh, kind of a buffoon. Yeah. To the point where, I, like, I thought that maybe he was even effeminate or gay. <laughs> because he had no... Like, it was just not a... 
Yeah. And then it turns out he's just 14. <laughs> <laughs> and he just has and suspenders just a on. Nice kid. <laughs> uh, so let's let's challenge ourselves a little bit. Do you think we're noticing all these like sort of troubling paternalistic tones because of of the stuff we talked about before the break? Or are we actually evaluating a show on its own sort of I was thinking merit about that. and momentum? I think I would have been just... Oh, please, sorry. I was thinking about that, and I think that all of our claims have always been there, but we have a little bit more of a bad taste in our mouth bringing up these claims, and so we're attributing it to a personality... Um, I don't think anything's changed. I think that... And maybe this is the reason I didn't really like the show either, is like, this guy's like... Everything's his his story. His everything's about him, and I think that. I think we're. I actually think we're being offensive. Like we're offended, mm-hmm. watching him have, the Bill Cosby show when he's not even Bill Cosby on the show. Mm-hmm. All about him. And 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 that's that's a reflection of what we know about him now, where we are right now. Yes. Okay. What uh, what were you gonna say, Adam? Do you I, agree with I that? was. Because I, I was trying to figure out, like, it, you know, like, once again, like, am I being harsher because of history, whatever. Yeah. But I don't think so, only because, like, th- like there were a few funny things that happened, like, when, mm-hmm. that, like, I was like, oh, this is really good. And most of them had to do with the kids, but, like, one was when... Uh, Bill is on the couch with the wife and like they're going back and forth like I'm gonna figure out what I'm gonna get and she's like no you're not at that point he's like okay like game on and he like he starts humming the Olympics theme song and like in like that moment I was like okay that's pretty good like the way he did that mm-hmm. like that's funny yeah that's interesting and then like him sitting with the daughter and the daughter's like reading this this song that she's written which I walk alone and like everything sucks in my life and and it's weird because I don't think I think there was some ad-libbing in there because I don't think Bill Cosby walking into that room sitting down knew what that song was because mm-hmm. there's like moments where she's like reading it and he's just kind of like <laughs> like they're like it almost felt like a little bit more real where he's mm-hmm. like reacting to this thing like this song's off you know yeah, yeah. and and like I thought Theo was really funny with his his acting and like his comments. I like yeah. I thought Rudy was it's, it's a great cast. I it is. I thought they were really like snappy and on top yeah. of it. Yeah, you, you may be troubled by what they're selling, but they're selling it really well. And yeah. especially Bill. Yeah. He he's a he's a consummate performer, nails sort of every reaction, does it to, you know, the the tenth degree. And it's sort of hard to then pull back at the same time and be like, oh, I don't know if I, how I feel about it, but while you're in it, his reactions are so right. enjoyable. I, but, like, if I was to continue to watch this show, and, like, and, like, and I would say the same thing for Family Ties, it would it would be for, like, the, what the kids were saying. Like, the mm-hmm. kids... The kids... In the relationship. Because, like, I felt like they, what they were saying was, like, some of the most biting most thoughtful and most like yeah Theo was making me thoughtful things like I thought their humor or their lines carried the most weight Mm -hmm. and and growing up like watching these kids the shows as a kid like 
I, it, it's interesting because I would have, I don't know, I, I'm not a TV writer, so I don't know how you would write for this, but like, I like the kids way more than I do the adults. In both well, do you think that you like the kids more because the TV writers are writing for a cast of adults? And having the kids speak from an adult adult point of view. view. I think that's what it is. I think now I get it. Yeah, that like these kids are like speaking beyond their years. Yes. Yeah. And that's what's fun about it. Yeah. And um, but it disappointed. Like he did not have one of his crazy sweaters. He was just wearing a blue sweater. This is season one, so maybe right. uh, that whole thing is still burgeoning. He did kind of dance on the stairs. He, he did. Kinda, he, he swaggered kinda. over, and then a little like yeah, it's definitely like it. It it's still like you know still under control a little bit, mm-hmm. but you can tell it's on its way to being fully unleashed and extravagant. His uh, overacting. Yes. The weird one weird thing is. I, I get that they're wealthy. I get it that it's a wealthy family. But they... Everyone acts in this episode, and this is all we can base it on, because it's all we saw right now. Yes. They, they act... This is our universe. They act like they're not. But all of a sudden, like, the 14-year-old... Like, okay, everyone's... Show, like, for the special dinner, everyone yeah. is showing up, and all, all the ladies are in these nice gowns. Yeah. And fucking Theo, the 14-year-old, who... Must be a growing boy and like <laughs> growing through pants and shirts like a fucktard has a tux. Like that kid owns a I tux. I think that yeah. I their that money amusing. was no. I think that he would buy one of his kids. They have five kids. Yeah. That he would buy him a car. Like I feel like that's already a statement. Sure. Like yeah. that isn't a conversation usually, and he's not even the oldest kid. That he would buy yeah. all of his kids' cars. Oh, see, yeah. I took that different because, like, and I also, and I, and I, and I remember this from the show as well. And then when they went to the jazz club, everyone at the jazz club this is an expensive place. Was also in tuxes. Yeah. Everyone else was either white. There was an Asian couple. No one right. else was black. Right. No one else except, was a family. Except for the owners of the. Except the for the owners. So, like, yeah. I feel like there's definitely, and I remember this, and like people have talked and written about this a lot. Like they're pushing the fact of being wealthy black people oh. and being beyond like they never have to worry about money. Before yeah. the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yes. Oh, but you know, but but Fresh Prince of Bel Air though, because he's from Philadelphia, it's always a part of the narrative. You're not allowed right, to right, forget it, it, that he doesn't always, have yes. that because he's always reacting to the affluent. You're. That's a really interesting point about how it's almost a give. I mean, that's actually sort of groundbreaking and very, like, I think maybe that's what you're getting at, is how how the show is pushing you to accept the idea of an affluent black family. Mm-hmm. And, and they're taking it as a given, whereas we, who are used to sort of either seeing African Americans either portrayed as sort of struggling or, you know, uh, other ways, are being sort of challenged. That's kind of a cool thing to think about. And, and you know, knowing Bill Cosby's politics, that's totally played into what he was into um, um. but I wonder if, if that works for I think it took moving to New York City and living here for a while and then becoming an adult to see affluent black people no no <laughs> to watch this program and be like damn they got that's a big fucking fireplace it's a huge fucking kitchen <laughs> shit that living room is big yeah, and yeah. you've got like an upstairs and a downstairs and yes. maybe a floor above like yeah. You're, we're talking 
brownstone shit like, ton of money yeah. man yeah millions and and also also the like yeah it may, and, and i and i think and I, the point my point was like i think that that would be lost on most people yeah. in the country you're totally right that's a, that's because, a really like, good point like my i think if watching this with my parents they wouldn't be like do you know how much a square foot of an apartment in New York City is? And, like, and even back in the 80s when yeah. this was on, Brooklyn Heights is a nice place. Yeah. And it would have been expensive. And it, yeah. like the equivalent of what it is now. Mm-hmm. I think you told me it does reflect our own perspective in New York, which at this age and probably like any, almost everyone in New York, you're very aware of how expensive what the other person has. Right. What they wear, where they live, where they work. It's a very status oriented to that so it may say more about us than about because so it's, it's, it's weird because like growing up I feel like watching this with my family we felt like us and the Huxtables were close oh oh you fools like and now watching this as an adult I'm like oh no like we don't have any of that shit yeah and would not and yeah. you know like which is neither here nor there but like that perception of like that this family and us were close. I yeah. never had a house that nice. Right. Yeah. And it's like, no, like that's... And now watching, I'm like, oh, this is like, why did I even begin to believe? Like, and he's the only were... one who works too, right? No, she works. She does? She's a professional, I believe. Okay. Not, not totally sure, but I think that's what I remember. She could get him a car. <laughs> she could get Theo a uh, Adam what? is referencing a line that Bill Cosby Bill Cosby like, like yeah he's like oh, well I'm the one only I, I mean like, like need a car but like, I mean the funny thing is like growing up I can remember my dad like making very similar things where he's like well we're gonna get another truck after this truck and you know that truck will be yours if you do this oh man you know like that whole I juggle my take. nuts like yeah, what like, what, are, what oh, do you have yeah. to do I bought my own fucking car and then my mom's car broke down, and she just usurped mine Took your car. when I was seventeen. So I <laughs> did not. Had, they were always paid, way richer than I was. That, you had paid for. that I paid for. What was it? It was a Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme Cutlass Wonder. Oh wow! Blue, gray. Oh nice. Yeah. What uh, year? Roll up and roll down windows. Yep. Yep. What uh, year? Two door. Eighty nine. Oh, wow. It's four door. It's huge. That's a, yeah, it's a fucking boat. Yeah, lucky in that thing. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, Jesus. Well, your mom's like, can't let Erica roll around in this brothel. This fuck mobile. Where you grew up, did you guys have like parking spots where you'd go and fuck? Yes, well, I grew up... <laughs> no, but we did. This but is a thing in the country, man. I grew up in New Paltz, New York, yeah. which is upstate, and there's the hairpin turn right on Mohawk Mountain where you can now, see you. kids view. are going to go and fuck now. Uh, they're fucking right they're now listening to this podcast. They're like, let's man. pause it and get busy <laughs> yeah, and turn it back on. Kids aren't going to go up there. It's fucking 30-somethings that will see <laughs> shit in the city. And the, after college, I brought my college boyfriend up there. I'm like, we gotta go up there. Gotta do right. I did the it was so much fun in college. I was like, Robin, we gotta go up to fucking Belmont Mountain. Fuck her there. Like, and you, like, there's a sand pit. Like, you pull off. And, like, if, if 
someone's there, you're like, okay, you go to the next spot. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 definitely. All right, I'm I'm gonna cut us off just because we are way off track. And, what? Uh, it's getting good now. We're, we're hitting <laughs> we're hitting our time. We're talking to Theo. <laughs> Theo in the future. Theo, Theo gets us. And Theo, get the car. Go fuck. And Adam's gotta get a birthday present. I do. So uh, we're gonna end right here. Thank you for spending your uh, time with us. Hope you enjoyed it. Please uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, write a review, follow us on SoundCloud, leave a comment. I mean, do all of that stuff. That'd be great. We'd appreciate it. And uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, hope you had a good time today. Have a good week. Have a good week. See you next week, guys. Bye.